I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our unbiased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. So So let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Truth Fairies. I am Brooke. I'm Jamie. And happy post Valentine's Day. Yes, this is our (laughs) Valentine's Day edition. We were supposed to record on Valentine's Day yesterday, but we're a day late and then you'll hear it tomorrow. But so either way, you have had your Valentine's Day. You're either in a very romantic mood or you're pissed off. And either one of those is fine for us. It's all good for us. <laughs> we prefer pissed. Yeah. Which gives, is how we feel most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> it gives us more content. Yes. If it you're does. mad. <laughs> Angry people are way more I entertaining. Know. But in non Brooke and Jamie fashion, we are going to actually talk about like hopeful, romantic, happy things today. Love. Except for, before we start, I have to tell you something. I don't know if you know about this. Ah! But this is kind of going to, this will be the negative aspect, which I typically bring to every (laughs) equation. But did you know, did you know? No. That Susan Powell has been found. No, stop! I will not. For real? For sure? Not 100%, (gasps) but 98. What? Where? Yes. Guess. In a mine? Yes. I knew she was down a mine. She, okay. I knew it. There was a collapsed mine. No. Yes. A collapsed mine in the desert, the, I guess, Utah desert. Southern Utah. (gasps) And they got into it. They found um, clothing that she owned. Oh my gosh. They found chills. Yeah. I have chills. Like they found, you know, bones, et cetera. So they found remains and... Um, I mean, where, who else would that be? Right. In the mine in Utah in Susan Powell's clothes. Oh my gosh. And her family has basically said, I mean, they've, they've sent stuff into, you know, the DNA testing or whatever, but they've basically said it's, you know. How did I not hear this today? They're pretty sure that it's her. Oh my gosh. So the thing that bothers me is that he's dead. That, that Josh Powell will never right like face justice right like that ending to that story was so tragic and so heartbreaking that it just makes me feel like he's never gonna get justice we all know he did it right. which is something but it's like mm. yeah but to find her that's so great for the family right. and now they'll be able to bury her by her kids and yes. have like that closure but because we all knew she was down some mine but I'm like knew- she'll never be found do you remember when we were going to go search for her yes and we were going to go partake yes. participate participate yeah why did we not I don't know I don't know it might have been a weekday <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it might have been a know. long drive and um but yeah so there is my you know wow my negative information for the podcast today no I think that's positive yeah it's positive it's sad but it's closure it's closure and it's just one little reminder amid all of these stories of love and joy <laughs> that not everything is always as it seems but don't marry a psychopath don't trust anyone nope not even your husband not even your boyfriend you can't you cannot they're gonna murder you in your sleep at any moment and throw you down a mine Ugh. <sighs> Important to remember. Gosh, okay. Okay, there you go. That I, little nugget for you. I have an update for you. Okay. How long did you know about the Orbeez? The Orbeez that took over my house. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I have known about the Orbeez for uh, for some time. Well, I just found out. <laughs> <laughs> so Piper got Orbeez for Christmas to make stress balls. 
And they just kept expanding and they were taking over my house. And I'm like, I swear, I'm like draining the water. And then the next day they're overflowing the bowl. And I'm like, what <laughs> is happening? And But yet I couldn't give up. Like I couldn't just throw these damn Orbeez away. Oh, of course not. It was like the vendetta with me and the Chinese toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Like I had to like see it through. Yeah. So finally I dried them out in the oven and like, which I don't think <laughs> for anyone listening, do not try this at home. You are not supposed to dry them out in the oven. <laughs> I think it's not worth it. Like you can buy a giant bottle of Orbeez for $6. So why in my mind do I think I have to save every Orbeez? I don't know. This is just how I get. I get this way on things where it's like I fixate mm-hmm. and I can't let go. I'm going to put these suckers in the oven and risk burning down our whole house. But by damn, those Orbeez will be shrunk back to size. Because I spent two weeks trying to dry them out. Well, it turns out my sister Heather was coming over to my house and adding water to the Orbeez every day. So I'd go to bed. The Orbeez would be one size. The next day they're bigger. And I'm like, how is this happening? And I'm like questioning my kids. They're like, no, we're not adding water. Was it one of those things where you you think silently, I am going out of my mind. Yes. What is happening to me? Yes. I thought maybe they had uh, put that, that grow your own snow, mm-hmm. you know, where you add water. It's like the Insta snow uh-huh. and it absorbs the water like a diaper. Yeah. And then... So I thought you put snow in there and it's absorbing the water from the snow. Like this is what I had convinced myself in my madness. (laughs) And it turns out Heather was messing with me the entire time. I forgot all about the Orby situation. Well, I think you were an accomplice. I was not an accomplice, but I did. I I am guilty by omission. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Well, what a great way to start our show. Should we get into Now we're going to talk about positive, fun, happy things. I... Love a good serendipitous, like, you never would have met unless this thing would have aligned and this thing. Like, Erin and I's story is kind of that way. Yeah. Should I tell it real quick? So, post-college, so I was a crazy Mormon and didn't get married at BYU. Like, I remember my boyfriend at BYU, his roommate saying, are you, like, the oldest person in your singles ward? Are you dead? I'm like, I am 22 years old. But in Mormon land, that's like... That's like old maid. Old maid status. You were like the crypt keeper. I was. (laughs) So I graduated BYU. I mentioned I was in that toxic relationship. Broke that off. I'm living back in my hometown of Idaho Falls working as a news reporter. And I dated a couple guys and had this weekend boyfriend. And he had recently broken up with me. And I get assigned this news story which was a sweeps piece which is like the fluff piece that you have like a couple weeks to work on to go do a story about snowboarding of all things I don't know why so I get up there and the guy in charge says hey the instructor that was supposed to teach you today got a flat tire so whoever I see next is going to be your instructor and the guy who was supposed to teach me his name was Aaron well (laughs) so this other Aaron All of a sudden, rides by. He's got his headphones on. He's listening to music. The ski school director waves him down. And Aaron said he almost ignored him because he was like, didn't have a lesson that morning. And he had free time and he just wanted to ride. So he sees him ride, like flag him down, calls him over, says, hey, will you teach this girl snowboard lesson for Channel 8? So he's like, okay. So we get talking all day. And he, at the end of the day, was like, so like, can I have your number? And I was like, okay, like, he's cute. And he said he was going to move back to Arizona in the spring. So I was like, all right, like, 
snowboard. No commitment. Yeah. No, yeah. Snowboard instructor fling. He's totally hot, but he's like a snowboarder. So like, we're not going to marry the guy, <laughs> right? Like you don't marry a snowboard instructor. So we're supposed to go out the next Wednesday and nothing. He doesn't call me. And I'm with my friend Isabel and we're like watching The Bachelor or whatever. And he doesn't call. So I'm like, dang, that cute snowboarder guy didn't call me. So maybe the next day he calls the newsroom where I worked. And he, Isabel happened to answer the phone. And he goes, hey, is, is Brooke there? And she says, no, she's out on a store. And he goes, do you think you could give me her cell phone number? And she's like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to give you her cell phone number. And then she goes, wait, is this, that's is this Aaron? <laughs> is this Aaron? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, okay, I'll give it to you. So she happened to answer the phone. Had anyone else answered the phone, they would have happened. No. And so it turns out he had like written down my phone number wrong mm -hmm. and gone through like the entire, well, okay, backtrack. He had written my phone number down on something called Targi Bucks, which they gave employees to spend in the like resort shop. Mm -hmm. Well, he had spent it. Oh, shoot. Spent the <laughs> buck with my number on it. Mm -hmm. So he goes to the accounting office. And tells these ladies, hey, I wrote down this girl's number. So they go through every single Targi buck in the bucket, find my number. He finally calls me. He had written it down wrong. Oh, so no. then he calls Isabel, finally gets my number, calls me. We date. We literally get married six months later. Wow. Because that's how Mormons do it. That is. Yep. That is. <laughs> that's a cute story. So, yeah. So it's like there's a few things where, like, had, I, had that guy not gotten a flat tire... Like, did God make him get a flat tire? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Had he not been riding by, had he not, had Isabel not picked up the phone? You know what I mean? All these things would not. I love. It was like it perfectly aligned. Yeah. Had I not just broken up with my boyfriend. Yeah. So. Oh, well, thank you, Channel 8. Thank you, KIFI Local News 8. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then when we started dating, like I had, you know, like, when you write their name and then you look at the news and it says their title underneath. Mm -hmm. So I wrote Aaron Flake, hot snowboard instructor, like as a joke to myself. Uh -huh. Just, I don't know. Well, the person who transcribes this, the little CGs is what they're called, just copied and pasted. Like, and I forgot to erase it. So it aired on the news, Aaron Flake, hot snowboard instructor. <laughs> And then the main news anchor, Carol Honus, Carol was like, yeah, he's pretty hot too. Like said it. <gasps> oh <after>. my gosh. <laughs> by then we were dating by the time it aired. So I oh, was like, uh -huh. oh my gosh. But it came back to me and I was bright red. Oh, how funny. I know. I have it all on video. Mm. Cute. I need to see it someday. You need to show me that. I will. Okay. Okay. Well, let me share. Let's share our love stories. Let's talk about love, baby. Okay. I, so let me just give an open disclaimer. I have no soul. Um, and so I was not able to, f I came prepared with a bunch of like anti-love, like hate I'm like, hate stories. love stories for Valentine's Day. She comes with like. Like how, like how to, I don't know, relationship, <laughs> cheating, divorce. Um, I don't know. Everything wrong with the world is what I came with today. So I'm borrowing some. I came with a lot of cute ones because I love them. Okay, so here's one for you. It says, I grew up in the UK but dreamed of living in Australia since I was a small child. In my 20s, I got a visa to go work there and had 12 months to get there before it expired. 
Shit happened and I ended up quitting my job in the UK and flying there only to be told at immigration that my visa ran out two hours ago. Two hours. Two hours. And I, I know, and I would need to leave the country to get a new one. So I flew to New Zealand because it was the closest country I could find on the map and booked the first backpacking hostel I could find on Google. I arrived at the hostel only to be told that they are overbooked. So they put me in an Asian backpackers down the road. I ended up meeting a Japanese girl there. And after a year in Australia, I flew to Japan and married her. I am in Tokyo now with the love of his life. And they got married. Well, I don't know if they're married, but no, but let's say they are. That's one of those things like two hours, two hours sealed his fate. He never would have met the love of his life if he had been there two hours earlier in a 12 month span. Right. So he had Down a year to, to two hours. He had a year to get there. And within two hours. But what if he had a better potential wife that he would have met if he would have. Stop, okay. Jamie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I get all mad. You're like, what if you were meant to marry that other snowboarder? What if you are really supposed to be the other Aaron's wife? Oh, what if? I met him later, and I'm going to say no. <laughs> Hard that. pass. Hard pass on that one. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Okay. Speaking of Mormons getting married fast. Okay. I have a story from a listener, Michelle, and I love it so much. Okay, so she says, one wild Saturday night while in college, my neighbor had some guys meet up at her place since they were going to go out dancing that night. She wasn't ready yet and asked if they could come and hang out at my apartment while she finished getting ready. One of the guys was a hunky football player, so I decided to allow it. The hunky one, future husband, ended up inviting me to go out with them, and of course I said yes. We get to the club, and I'm getting all sorts of you go girl and yes girl from all sorts of people. I was surprised because I'm not a dancer, but I kept giving the people what they wanted. A few songs go by, and I'm continuing to please the crowd. I see future husband coming towards me, and I start to plan my reaction to his upcoming compliment. I lean in to hear what he says over the music, and it wasn't what I thought. He said to me, did you know that your bra is showing glowing through your shirt? (laughs) These days, that might be done on purpose, but 20 plus years ago at a conservative religious college made this a pretty big deal. I was practically wearing a sign that said, ready to impregnate. (laughs) I was so embarrassed because I obviously didn't know he leaned, obviously didn't know. Um, He leaned down and asked me if I wanted him to take me home to change. That instantly gave him brownie points. I definitely wanted to do that. I changed my shirt, and we ended up at another dance club. I found out he was a great kisser. I couldn't blame him for trying. He'd already gotten a sneak peek at my cute bra. (laughs) That night ended up great because he asked for my number. I was really impressed because the guy had a cell phone and not one of those pay-by-the-minute phones. He had a contract that you can only get out of if you pay thousands of dollars or die, (laughs) whichever came first. This is like the year 2000. He asked me how to spell my name to put it in his contacts, so things were getting serious on the first night. I later found out that he had forgotten my name, so that's why he asked me how to spell it. I was so impressed with his creativity that I wasn't even mad. Nine long days later, we were engaged. (gasps) Nine days. Nine days. What is wrong with the world? We've been married for almost 22 years. The glow in the dark bra worked. (laughs) That is great. That I remember going to like, do you remember the um, Retrix? Retrix, that's where it was. Club? Is that where it was? So I was like, okay, BYU or Ricks. 
or BYU Idaho, and uh-huh. she said it was Rex. So, and it was, and I'm like, wait, they had two dance clubs in Rexburg, mm-hmm. and she said one was like the underground, mm-hmm. which I don't think was there when I was there, and the one was Retrix. How funny! Her bra was glowing at Retrix. At Retrix, of course it was. Of course it was. Isn't that so cute? And how funny is it that 20 years ago it would have been like, like embarrassing or shocking oh. or whatever. Well, do you remember going, did you ever go to the Vortex? The Vortex? In, Vortex yep. in Salt Lake. Uh-huh. So we used to call it the Hortex. Yes, of course. <laughs> so what's funny about that is we were super conservative, like BYU students mm-hmm. or Rick students, and we would drive down to Salt Lake, and we would dress in the skankiest <laughs> outfits. And we called That'll them, teach BYU. It was like, we were like the most Molly Mormon in our real lives, mm-hmm. like we had the no-no zone, mm-hmm. like no one touches from yeah. like bathing from, suit area. Yeah, this shoulder is my no-no zone. <laughs> Yet we would dress like complete skanks and go like dirty dancey fantasy Jennifer Grey. Like wow, we would just go grind on the weekends <laughs> in our like crop tops. Oh, that's good. Oh, did you go to that vortex? No, um, I had been there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, but. You had a baby, so I you was, were like... Yeah, I mean, clearly. I was <laughs> wearing were... the whore card somewhere else. <laughs> oh, well, that's not what I meant by yeah, that. Well. That is not what I meant. <laughs> I meant, like, you were an adult. Yeah, no, I mean, I was I being was... a responsible adult at that time while you were out whoring around in the vortex. what I meant. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you, speaking of whoring around. Okay. Um, here is a story... Um, okay, the other night, my wife and I were getting ready for bed and being kind of flirty. I had to use the restroom, so stayed downstairs while she went up to bed. While I was sitting on the toilet, I got a text. Bring a bucket and a mop. Crap, one of my kids must have, must have thrown up. I finished my toilet biz and went down to the basement to check the cleaning supplies. I found a bucket, but couldn't find a mop. I found one of those squeezy, spongy things, but the sponge was missing. Figuring the vomit was probably congealing by this point, I just grabbed the bucket and a bunch of paper towels and ran upstairs. I got to the upstairs bathroom and found no mess. I carried the cleaning supplies down to my kids' rooms but found no vomit. I went to our bedroom and found my wife lying on the bed. She asked what had taken me so long, and I said I couldn't find a mop, and where was the mess? She started rolling around on the bed laughing. Suddenly I realized bring a bucket and a mop was a a line from WAP, you know, the Cardi B. I hate that song. (laughs) My wife had been in a mood and I had spent 15 minutes looking for a mop in the basement. She was laughing so much that the mood was basically dead. Bring a bucket and a mop. No. I, speaking of Cardi B. Can we just. She is so nasty. That is a nasty song. Cardi I, B, you suck. Cardi B. You need to get your act together, girl. I have never been so traumatized as a mother of a teenage girl. <laughs> As when my sweet, innocent daughter came home at like 12 years old. When did the song come out? I don't like even know. Like two years ago. I don't so know. So she was maybe. probably 13 and was like doing the WAP dance. And I'm like, what is this what, song? What is this WAP dance what of which this, you speak? What is this WAP? <laughs> this W-A-P. And what does WAP stand for? Please inform me of this WAP song. And she tells me <laughs> and I Google it and I You're like, ah, ah! was horrified. Yeah. I'm like, you're listening to this? Do you know what this means? And she thinks it's so funny. I wanted to climb under a rock. And die. And die. Yeah. 
I was, that's probably the most horrified I've been. I think I texted you and I was like, do you know Did about you this know song? what WAP is? It's disgusting. It is. shame on you. It shame is. on you. You hate her so bad. I hate her. I think she's a barf bag. And she's supposed to be like, you're in the public eye. You are a voice for women, Cardi B. And she's like a sex offender, basically. And she is, yeah. Did yeah. she like admit? She admits to like drugging people and having sexual relations. And like robbing them? And doing every. She's a barf bag. If a man admitted to drugging a woman. We would be up in arms. Can you imagine? Look at Bill Cosby. <laughs> right? Cardi B, you're next in line. We cancel you. And you are you're, can- you are officially canceled. And your WAP song that confuses husbands. Yeah. And then they get no play. No play. So they ruin the mood. Like, I would still be in the mood. Get a bucket and a mop. I mean, my hell. If I texted Aaron, get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> get a bucket and a mop. I'm coming home. He would, he would he think would, the same thing. Jake would divorce me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. There is nothing attractive about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yikes. He would die. He would be like, can't you clean it up? (laughs) And then that would ruin the mood. Then I'd be like, if the bar really happened, you're not going to get him up? (laughs) That's what would ruin the mood for me. Yeah. Nothing makes me more ready to go than when he cleans up the bar. Yeah, yeah. Bring the bucket and the mop and clean up the barf and it's going to be a real party up in here. There's no party happening when there's a child vomiting. Yeah. So I can imagine, but we're so old. We really are. We really are. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, the podcast took a turn. Yeah, it really did. Okay. Um, should I do another meet cute or another romance gone wrong? Romance gone wrong. I knew it. You okay. know, that's what I like. Okay. I forgot to print this one out in 16-point font <laughs> like I usually do. So we'll see if I can read it. Oh, so Brooke is sitting here with like... 12 pages <laughs> I'm like, of text that's so huge right now. It looks longer than it is because I have to point, I have to print it in 12 point font. It's like three stories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This morning, I, 23 male, woke up early. So this is Valentine's Day. This is like yesterday. Found it today. He wakes up early as organized as ever. I had my perfect plan for the day. Walk over to my local trusted florist, get a huge bouquet of roses for my girlfriend, get to the station for my business trip to another city, and return tonight in time for our dinner. I'm a normally meticulous person, but for some reason this morning, distraction took over, and halfway to the florist, I realized I left my wallet at home. No problem, I thought. I've known these guys since I was a kid. They'll let me pay tomorrow or later tonight. Well, lo and behold, for some baffling reason, they were closed. Maybe because it was 7.30 in the morning. Probably. Side note. Okay. Um, Anyway... Already tied on time, I ran a short distance further to another florist who wouldn't let me come back and pay later. Defeated, I walked back home when I passed a building which had a massive rose bouquet rusting on the gate. I thought once, twice, three times, then just took it since it looked pretty abandoned and nobody was around. I've had lots of unique things happen to me over the course of my life which could have easily solved a problem and I've stupidly ignored them due to morals or other reasons, so I wasn't going to pass on this divine rescue. He throws caution to the wind. Yep. I went to my girlfriend's house, dropped them on her front door, and left, happy that she was happy. Well, that feeling was to be short-lived when 30 minutes later, I looked down at my phone to be greeted by six missed calls and 41 texts (laughs) with a barrage of insults and heartbreak. It turns out that the flowers had a note attached to them, which I totally did not see, 
Said note was addressed to a certain V by her boyfriend with a name that starts with my name initial and this mother effer signed it with just an initial who <laughs> profusely apologized for cheating, <gasps> saying he didn't know what got into him, saying he only loved her, etc. So not only did my girlfriend find herself with a cheating boyfriend on Valentine's Day, but she also got a note hand-delivered by me in which she is called by another name. So now she must think that she's the side piece and that I'm enough of a dumbass to have mixed the two of them up <laughs> and sent her the flowers, while in reality they were for this V who I was supposedly cheating on with my girlfriend. Oh, jeez. Dinner will be interesting tonight. <gasps> That's it? So we don't even know how it ends up? So he did update it later and said he explained it to her, and she kind of thought it was funny. So either way, he's kind of screwed, because it's like either you're either you're a cheater or you're a thief. Yeah. And either way, I mean, you have some apologizing to do. <laughs> either way, <laughs> you done messed up. You done messed up, boo. Yep. And how sad for V. I know, V doesn't well, no. get the apology roses. But V doesn't know he cheated. Ooh. So he's going to come home and V's going to be up all, you know, like everything is fine. And he's going to think she's forgiven him. Yes. So V, if you're out there, your boyfriend cheated on you. V. You need to break up. It is time to ditch this guy. Yeah, you deserve better, V. And people were like, so explain where these roses were. And he kind of said they were like up against a gate, kind of near like a dumpster, and it seemed really abandoned. <laughs> so that's kind of how he justified taking the roses. But I'm like, mm-mm. No, you can't. You got to be careful when you're regifting, especially something like a bouquet of roses. You got to yeah. check in between all the leaves. Yeah. There could be a note. There's there going to be, a, be card. a card in there somewhere. Definitely. And call ahead. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. You're expecting to yeah. order flowers on and Valentine's Day? And what kind of a dirtbag? You know, I think she needs to dump him. <laughs> he's inconsiderate. He's a thief. And for all we know, he's a cheat. We don't know. That's it. It's over. It's over. I don't so know. So that, you know what? Karma's a bitch. It is. A big fat one. Yep. If you don't order those flowers and you steal them, this is what's going to happen. So let's say this happens to you. Okay. This exact scenario happens to you. And Aaron comes home and says, wait, wait, wait. I can explain. <laughs> Are you over it at that point, or are you? I think it would take a lot of convincing. I would say, okay, so there was just a dozen roses sitting abandoned by a gate. That sounds really far-fetched. By another Aaron. Right. Right? It just seems too coincidental. It really does. That I think I would have a hard time. I don't think I would buy it right away. I don't think I would either. I think it would take a while. It seems like she forgave him too fast. Yeah, I I just think she needs to reconsider. <laughs> I do too. Okay, well, there you go. There's our truth. Plan out your Valentine's gifts a little more thoughtfully, please. Yes. Aaron bought me a rock. <laughs> <laughs> a diamond rock? No, just just no. a rock. So it was uh, shoot, I can't remember what it's called, but it was you know those big like crystals that you see at those like expensive like crystal stores that you can put on your mantle. Oh, uh huh. It was one of those. Well, that's okay then. A really nice like big crystal for the mantle. Oh, that's nice. I know. I like it a lot. Um, so Jake got me, and this is gonna sound funny. Um, we watched Joe Kenda. You know the um, he's the he's the detective, the homicide detective. 
You haven't watched Lieutenant no. Joe Kenda? No. What's oh it on? My gosh. It's I don't know. Is it a TV show? Yes. And Joe he Kenda. and he is an older man, but he like it's the, all these reenactments and he retells these stories of when he was a, a homicide detective and he wow. like he it's where how have you not I've seen this? I've never heard of this. What's it on? Something. I Hulu maybe it Netflix. Okay. It's not yeah. Ooh, anyway, that sounds so good. He is and I have a thing for Joe Kenda. He's like 80. I love it. But I, like, I think he is such a badass. It's like me and Keith Morris. Yeah. I, I mean, I, he comes on the screen and like Jake has gotten to the point now where he's like, like he's starting to point out Kenda's flaws. He's like, <laughs> look at the way he like sighs right there. And I'm like, you know what? Back up <laughs> off of him. He's he is like, like 80 and he does something for me. Like Paul Holes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of detectives. Speaking of. But Kenda is... Um, and it's not that he's an attractive man, but he it's just the he's just very badassy yeah. that I just and the way he talk I don't know, I love him. But anyway, back to the story. Um he got bring me to bring a bucket and a mop, Kenda. Because we got some cleaning to do. <laughs> anyway, he bought me two books that are like Joe Kenda stories. Oh yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? I had a good Valentine's Day. I mean, it was, you know. Good. I forgot We're, we're going out of town this, um, well, we're going to go to an overnight, just do an overnighter this weekend for one night. So oh, good. That will be more good. of our, we, like we didn't go to dinner or anything because we had all the kids. And I haven't even given Aaron his Valentine's present. Hi. I don't know, because remember when we went to that Hollywood Hustler store and I yes. bought him a present for Christmas? Oh, yes. I never gave it to him. Uh-oh. So I'm like, I'll save it for Valentine's Day. It's like an adult gift, and I'm embarrassed. <laughs> like, you lost it. Have you lost it? No, it's sitting in my closet. I'm just, like, embarrassed to give it to him because I'm, like, still a goody-goody. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know what it was because oh, I know he'll want that. it because I know he'll want to use it the second he gets it. So I'm waiting till it's a good time. Till it's a good time for you. <laughs> yes. Get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> I'll text him that tonight and see what happens. Yes. And I then should. report back. Okay. Okay. Return and report. I will. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Here. This is, is it your turn? I don't know. Here's the cute. I got real distracted. Sorry. Kenda. Whew. Here's a cute little story, a little love story. Okay. It says, we met on Twitter many years ago, but a few months into dating, we were looking at photos that we had both taken at a now defunct coffee shop that we frequented before we knew each other. The bathrooms were painted black and everyone wrote on them. There was a poem, sad teenage stuff, on the walls one day. And I wrote a little response. Love is strange. You are strong. She took a photo and I never really thought about it again. Fast forward to looking at these photos. She showed me the picture of her poem on the wall, and I told her I wrote the response. Oh. She burst into tears. The words meant a lot to her at the time. We didn't meet until three years later, didn't even know each other. A tweet of mine that went local that went local viral just showed up on her timeline, and she slid into my DMs. <gasps> it is so surreal, and the story is getting put into an illustrated book about meat cutes by Olivia De, De Ricat. Oh, I'll have to look that up. A cartoonist at The New Yorker. It's four years later, and we are still together. Been living together for three, and I love her more than anything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, how cute. <laughs> Jamie hates it. She's I like, do. Ugh. I hate it. I think it's fake. No, I love it. No, that is a sweet story. Can that's you like, imagine looking through the photo reel and being like, 
That, that is, is your poem, yeah. and I wrote that, and it meant something to you three years ago. Aww. Oh, that's it's meant to be. So cute. Don't get me started on meant to be. I know nothing's okay. meant to be. Or the universe for is a random. The universe is random. But is it? Like yes. you hear these stories, and you're like, what? I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not going to ruin the moment. So <laughs> yes, I think that some things are destined. Yes. Okay, I can live with that. Okay. Okay. Or like I probably could have married that other Aaron snowboarder, but and would, your life would be fine. It'd be fine, whatever. Or my weekend boyfriend that I dated before Aaron that took me to Outback Steakhouse every weekend, and it was fine. We yeah. had steak every weekend. Every weekend. It was like we didn't talk during the week. <laughs> like literally, he was just. And then like Friday night, he'd be like, "So." You want a steak? Should we go get steak? <laughs> we'll just go get steak. <laughs> wow. But he was so nice. I'm sure he was. And he was like the perfect rebound to my college boyfriend. And then I met Aaron and I was like, yes. 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 That's why you have to kiss a lot of frogs. A lot. Because I didn't, I didn't kiss nearly enough frogs. Aaron kissed so many frogs that when we met, he didn't kiss me. Because he had kissed like, so... Like, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, I've, ki- I just would, he was such a lip horror mm-hmm. that he was like, I really like you. Like, I'm going to go straight to the sack with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> yep. That's what happened. No, he made me wait for like a month. And I was like, how do I even know if I like you? Like, I have to kiss you before I know if there's chemistry. Right. Which I'm a full advocate of. Like, of chemistry. Yeah. 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 Don't wait. Bright's friend was like, well, in our Christian belief, like, we believe you really shouldn't kiss till you get married. And I was like, no. I think that's a mistake. I, You have to know if there's chemistry. Even my dad, I remember saying, if you can't keep your hands off the person, like, that's how it should be. Like, yeah. in our religion, like, you have to have your boundaries and set them. But he was like, you have to want You to. have to be. <laughs> if you aren't wanting it, then there's a bigger issue uh-huh. right there. Yeah. Which yeah. I appreciated that advice. Can you imagine, like, what happens if you meet somebody, you don't, like, even do anything, and then you marry them, and they suck at kissing. Yeah. And there's You're like, no, this is the rest of my life. There's no physical chemistry. No chemistry. I really think there has what to be What if he is both. a slobberer? Because, I mean, there are some things, like, you can, you can revise technique. Yeah. But if somebody is just a spitty slobberer, I have nightmares about like spit kissing. Oh, the bachelor. (laughs) Oh, like it's, it's like that their mouth, it is like a big grease, like oily. Ew, it's so gross. Milky. Yes. Flimmy. Ew. Ew. Can you imagine that? Like there's something to be just said for like physical chemistry in general. I'm still hung up on flim. Flim. You can't get over I it. I can't get over it's it. It's like our friend Michelle, her husband kissed her the night they met. They hadn't even dated. But then she knew, like, there was a spark. Yeah. There has to be. You guys, don't. Don't. Don't not kiss. Don't save yourself. Don't save your lips. <laughs> don't hold out. Like, have your morals, but know that there's chemistry. Yeah. You got to know. Ew. You got to want it. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for a cute one? I'm yes. going to bring you back to the, lo- to the love and romance. Okay. Okay. It's I'm here. cute. Okay, so this happened last night, and I'm still feeling so bad that I figured this out. My 32-year-old boyfriend and I, she's 31, have been together for three years as of yesterday. Lately, we've been talking a lot about getting married and starting a family. 
When we started dating three years ago, we both knew that's what each of us eventually wanted. See, three years, that's it's reasonable. That's appropriate. I've been hinting that I'm ready to get married and have been feeling like he's dragging his feet a little bit. He would always be very coy about it and say things like, just you wait. I thought this would have happened months ago, and I've just been trying to be patient and trust that he will propose when it's time. Since we started dating, he gives me a card for every holiday, like Valentine's Day, birthdays, etc. He would always write the longest, sweetest cards that were kind of unlike him and always very personal and emotional. He would talk about trips we had taken, and they were seriously the sweetest cards anyone has ever given me. So I saved every one of them because they mean so much to me. I noticed there would be little doodles, and certain letters would look weird or have little marks on them, pretty much from the first card, and he blamed this on his shitty handwriting, which I believed. It wasn't overtly obvious, so I was just like, okay, whatever, the card is great. Over the years, every card would be marked up like that, and I just started paying it, stopped paying attention. Getting his cards was what I looked forward to the most on special occasions, more so than any gift or flowers. Yesterday, he gave me a beautiful necklace and the sweetest card he's written thus far. There was a lot of talk about us being together forever and how I'm his person and things like that. It actually made me cry. So later in the night, he goes to play guitar and I decide to reread the card because I'm all in my feelings at that point. I then notice a question mark on the back. Then I noticed that certain letters in this card are circled. I had a big brain moment, and I thought this must be some kind of riddle. The words spell out A-R-R-Y-M-E. Without thinking, I say, of course I'm airing you, babe. And he looks like he's seen a ghost. Every card he's ever given me has spelled out his proposal. That's why the weird marks by the letters, that's what the weird marks by the letters were for. He said he knew he was going to marry me when he met me, and he's been planning this for three years. He said he planned on telling me to gather up the cards and say it was a game from Facebook, so I would spell it out and he would propose. This was supposed to be the last card. I can't believe I didn't figure out earlier, and he basically told me he's just going to throw the ring at me now. (gasps) Joking, of course. So she figured out the proposal before she was meant to. Oh, I would be pissed if I was three years in the making. Three year long of writing these riddle cards and she like figures it out before he's ready. Oh, that's sad. I know. But you know, this is the thing. I I am not sentimental. No. Part of being deceased inside. But <laughs> so Jake always gives me cards. Like he he's very romantic like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I mean, I have some of them that I've kept, but I don't, I would not, I don't keep things. Right. So I would probably get to that last one. And he'd be like, go get all the the ones. And I'd be like, oh, I threw them away. (laughs) Sorry. I shredded them. (laughs) Along with the I lit them on fire. (laughs) But remember that time we got in that fight, I torched them. Yes. I burned everything and your clothes. (laughs) But I would have not, I mean, he probably, he must have known. He must have known that she would keep them or that's why he wrote them so sentimentally like i'm going to mention this and this and this like a journal entry so that she'll be sure to keep it it. oh but three years he's like known from the beginning and that's kind of smart because if they had broken up no she'd never know no harm no foul yeah she would have never known and it would just be over and Life but if go on. what happened happened, he'd been like, I knew since the day I met you, I, I was going to marry you. I loved. Yes, sing it, Jamie. I will not. It's Don't believe cute. it. cute. No, that is cute. Isn't that cute? Yes. Yay for being a romantic. I know. 
Aaron gave me a card last night that said, what's better than a store-bought card? And then you open it and it says, a homemade one. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but it had like flaps uh-huh. that I had to open. Aww. It was like on a pink piece of paper. That's like, very, I love it. That's very nice. I didn't even give him a card and haven't well, given him see? his adult present yet. So he wins. <laughs> Even with his homemade card. You better card. give that to him. I know. He's going to love it. I'm not W-I-T-Y. Oh. Wife of the year. Oh. <laughs> Witty. <laughs> or that. <laughs> I'm like, what? Witty. 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 Oh, wait. O starts with, of starts with an O. Oh. <laughs> W-O-T-Y. Wattie. Wattie. I'm not a WAP. I'm not a Wattie. Or a Wattie. <laughs> Good. Oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You have another one? I do not. Okay, should I read one more? Yeah, we have have time for one last. Okay, well, so in true Brooke and Jamie fashion, we have to do bad people, too. Yes, please do. So I'm going to do this one. A few months into quarantine, I started an online course for a few subjects. This is a man writing. So the first two days go pretty well, but on the third day, I mess up big time. We were in between a physics class that had already been going on for an hour and I'd completely gotten distracted halfway through. I have an incredible low attention span and this was already too much for me. When a teacher called my name to answer a question, I had no idea what he was talking about, so I tried to Google it. However, I have a shitty internet and it took a really long time to load and the teacher was getting pissed as to why I wasn't responding and why I was typing. So completely freaking out, I decided to text him on Google Meet Chat and make an excuse that my laptop's audio and microphone are not working today, and I've been reading the subtitles, which take quite some time to load, so I hadn't quite gotten to his question. In my immense panic, I phrased this somewhat vaguely and said, I can't actually hear. I've been reading the subtitles. They take some, quite some time to load. To which the instructor said, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't aware you were deaf. <laughs> In my intense panic and anxiety, I just went along with it. <laughs> it actually worked out fine. I'd type all the answers sent to me, and even though I and I even bought a hearing aid that I sometimes wore in class. <laughs> that is taking it next level. <laughs> Everyone in class likes me a lot now too, and they find me very endearing. There's a girl, Carla, who says I have the most beautiful smile she's ever seen. So this was actually going really well for me. But like most of my antics, this backfired on me big time. When I made this godforsaken decision all that time ago, I was sure I'd get away with it. We were never going to meet in real life. However, about a week ago, the instructor decided to meet in real life as the lockdown in my country has been lifted. So anyway, we meet up and everything goes well. No one uncovers my secret. I spend entire in real life meet with Carla, who is completely stunning. She's smart. She's funny. She's kind. We keep handling each other notes on tissue paper, and it's the cutest thing ever. I haven't ever been this attracted to anyone in my entire life. Toward the end of the meet, Carla hands me a paper with one little heartbreaking sentence on it. Will you date me? Panicking, I tell her I need some time to think, and she's chill with it. I'm supposed to meet with her tomorrow. I can't pretend to be deaf and dumb while dating her. It's impossible, but I have to keep the charade up, or I'll have to let her go, and I don't want to do that either. There's also another option, which I tell her it was an all an act. It was all an act. Best case scenario is the entire extreme embarrassment plus amazing girlfriend. And the worst case scenario is that she thinks I'm an asshole and I lose her anyway. <laughs> so there's an update. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before okay. you, before we update. Okay. So this is the thing. 
he he should have just played. He bought a hearing aid. To he go, bought a to hearing go aid along with it. So the and I'm assuming this is before they'd met in real life. So he wore it to like the video chats. So people were like, so people, so people really would bought it. Buy it. And the thing that's weird about it is he could. I mean, wow. And yeah. in, the, in the in real life chat, he pretended he also couldn't speak. So that so he is in too damn deep. He should have. <laughs> She's in way too deep. Don't agree to go out with this. I know you like her, but like this is false pretenses. This is false. And the thing is, is he should have just said when the when the professor said that he should have just said, "No, I'm sorry, my audio is not working on my computer, so I'm whatever." Right. Like he could have explained it. He yeah. could have explained it in one second and been fine. <laughs> but it's like, okay, this sounds like a good idea. This will work moment. for me. Yeah, not a good idea. Not a good because idea. Because now it's gone from like the cute kind of funny, oh, I got in over my head, to <laughs> I went out and purchased a hearing aid to lie to you all. <laughs> and pass notes to you in a real life meetup for And sit for next hours. to you and not speak yeah. because I am mute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and That's now so you want to date me and you think I'm cute. What if she's completely turned off by his ability to speak in here? Maybe. Okay, update us. Okay. So, he went out with her. He prepared hard for the date, Googled what the appropriate flowers were for apologizing, put on his best clothes. She'd come to the date with a cute little notepad and two pencils for us to write notes, in which melted me instantly. Eight, but you're not deaf, so <laughs> stop being melted. <laughs> stop being, By her yes. accommodations. Um, he says he was so nervous he couldn't tell her. But as we were sat waiting for our order to arrive, I kind of snapped because of guilt and scribbled down on the notebook. Hey, there's not an easy way to break this, but I am not actually deaf or dumb. To which she replied with, I know you're not deaf, but you are pretty dumb. <laughs> At which point I said, what the F out loud. She then laughed and explained that she thought I was, it was so cute. No, I was so cute. That she'd Googled me a long time ago and found my Instagram, which had highlighted stories from concert where I'm screaming and vibing. So she'd only asked me out to figure out how long I'd keep it going. She was actually playing me the whole time. Ah. Uh, no. Did they end up, did they stay together? He says she, so he showed her the whole like Reddit post uh -huh. to kind of explain himself and she thought it was cute. He said, I totally understand if she wants to end the date now, but she didn't. We had a great time. We aren't officially dating or anything, but we did set a second date. Oh, my gosh. That's great. So she's like, okay, I get it. I love that she is, like, making him work for it a little bit. You know, uh -huh. like, she's, that's great. Because I wonder if she's like, if he goes the whole date passing these notes back and forth, but maybe because he came clean early enough, she's like, I knew. I just wanted to see what would happen. I think that's funny. Good I for know. her. Yeah, don't buy a hearing aid to fake somebody out. That is one step too far. Because the thing is this. If you're just talking about like like none of the other kids in your class, kids, adults, whatever, it's college, nobody cares. No. Right? And odds are that, that professor dosing. doesn't even know who you are. Yeah. So it's like that is a lot of work for very, very little, you know. Payoff. Payoff. Yeah. What do you? Yeah, exactly. Just Aww. own it. Just own it. Okay, Travis, are our next people here? Okay. Are they waiting for us? Uh, I Do don't they think they're us? waiting, but they will be here. They will minute. be here. Okay. So, well, we will. We're out of here. Thank you for That's listening. That's enough cheesiness that is a wrap. from one episode. Yeah, until next year. <laughs> Tell us how your Valentine's went. 
And if anything cute happened and how you met your spouse, because I'm kind of a sucker for those, like, it never would have happened unless this, this, or this. Yes. I want, I want to think that there's order to the universe. I know. See, and I want to think that there is not. I know. There's pros and cons to both. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll agree to disagree. Okay. On Valentine's. Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening and make sure that you send us your stuff. Truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. And join our Patreon if join you want Join our video. Patreon. Um, and until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Do you have a situation you want us to share on our show? Send it in to truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at truthfairiespod. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Speak.fm, or wherever you listen. We hope the truth hurt just a little, but not too much. Goodbye. Goodbye.